Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Ramona Stadium on the campus of Ramona High School. Alongside Jeff Tolcher, I'm Fred Salas, and tonight CIF Southern Section football on tap as the Corona Panthers take on the Pauley Bears. And Jeff, you look at the Panthers with a two and seven record, the Bears with a three and six record. Both teams tonight playing for pride. Well, Riverside Pauley has revenge on their mind. They lost this game last year to Corona by a score of 21 to 16. They want to come out here and they want to win tonight. For Pauley, when it comes to their offense, they haven't produced a lot tonight, but when their offense is on the go, they rely on their quarterback, Stephen Ham. Seven touchdowns on the season. Well, he's a solid performer. Look for him to have the ball a lot tonight, but the key for them is to limit their mistakes. They have to limit their turnovers to win. On the other side of the ball, Corona, Shane, true love, awesome quarterback, strong arm, 850 yards coming into the game, and if Corona's going to do anything on offense, they're going to rely on him tonight. Well, he's the big play performer for them. He has to also limit his mistakes. He's going to do a lot with his legs and with his arms tonight. It's the Panthers and the Bears, and they're playing for pride. We'll be back with the opening kickoff right after this. Go! And get out of here. And enjoy. Beginning at the Riverside Plaza, the second annual Riverside Citrus Classic took place early October and the event was a great way to show how active residents of Riverside really are. Registered riders had their bikes thoroughly inspected while fueling up for the journey ahead. We charted out a really big idea, uh, which was essentially four major rides, all fully supported in a way that you'd see in larger cities and in bigger, more established cycling communities. I mean, we have right now over 50 organizations, that's corporate, nonprofit um, uh, partners that have joined in with us to support the ride, the riders, um, the volunteers, and to make this a real special event. Riders breeze through the trails and paths all while enjoying the scenic citrus belt. It's great that it's here and we love to bike and so it's just a great combination. We get to bike in our city and all around it and everybody gets to get out and use their fitness. The goal here is, is kind of threefold. One, get people excited in Riverside about fitness and, and what Riverside has for kind of fitness and fun. The second is to bring people to Riverside you know, cyclists to Riverside to show them that, you know, what we have here is special. Number three, um, that, hey, uh, whether or not you're going to ride, if you're going to ride with us, it goes into a great uh, program. Cycling is a great thing, too, because you can do it in all ages. And it's kind of a self-paced activity. You can join into a competitive nature of it or just do things on a relaxed, you know, Victoria Avenue, nice beach cruiser kind of thing with your mom. Uh, we love it, and it's a great way to get the kids out. Back at Ramona Stadium, Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher as we get set for the coin toss. And again, we talked about the matchup between these two teams. League-wise, one and five for the Bears, two and four for the Panthers. What is it, what's the attitude of these teams coming into a game like this? Final game of the season. Well, we talked to head coach John Brandom of Corona before tonight's game. Positive, upbeat and wants his team to finish off on a very strong note tonight. Well, let's take a look at the league standings, and you'll see exactly where these two ball clubs fit in. There you see Centennial at the top. They are a powerhouse. JW North with one loss, and there you see Corona and Polly respectively. And uh, as we talked about it, you know, well below 500, but with the coaches this afternoon, very optimistic about both of their team's chances. 
Well, rightfully so. Again, teams with sub-500 records, and you really want to fin finish the season on a strong note. For Riverside Poly, we mentioned the top of the program. They're looking for revenge after losing this game last year. So I think we're going to see a focused effort on both sides of, of the field tonight. And there you look at the captains for the Panthers. Shane Trulove, the quarterback. We talked about him at the top of the program. Austin Novano also out there along with Nathan Rodriguez. And the big man, number 51, Billy Tanuvasa, the senior at 6'2", 245. And captains for the Bears. Greg Hale out there along with Roy Hale. Roy Hale, the senior tight end, linebacker, six feet, 216 pounds. Greg Hale, also a captain, defensive lineman, running back, senior, 6'1", 197. And Andrew Schouten. Big number 66, also a captain out there. And you're watching CIF Southern Section football, and it appears that Corona has won the toss and deferred the kick. We've seen a lot of that this season. Teams want to get the ball in the second half coming out of halftime. Oh, we saw Ramona do that last night and only trailing by two scores of the half. They got the ball in the second half, wound up scoring and keeping the game close before they were eventually pulled away by La Sierra. And again, strategy-wise, it's not a bad way to, to do it. You really want the ball in your hands in the second half, especially if you're trailing going into halftime. It allows your team to come out and try to build momentum in that second half. Indeed. So it'll be the Poly Bears with the football. They'll go on offense first. And very important night tonight for both schools. A lot of parents and fans in attendance. A lot of pregame hoopla, if you will, in terms of uh, presentation and flowers and all the rest. And hey, when you know this is your final game, you pull all the stops out. Am I correct in that thinking? Well, absolutely. And for Riverside Poly, they had a lot of their senior players and their parents introduced beforehand. The seniors, obviously, their last home game as players. So it's a big night for them and also the big night for the parents. Well, we talked with head coach John Brandom before tonight's game. And one of the key players that we haven't mentioned yet is the strong safety slash defensive back, the junior Tyler Frank. Number 15 as Corona takes the field. And he is a heavy hitter, not the team leader in tackles, but he's one of those ferocious players that they like to send in and cause a lot of chaos in the backfield. Well, Frank actually has 36 tackles on the season, averaging about five per game. He's also forced or caused a fumble, also blocked two field goal attempts. So he's doing the job defensively no, get the, yeah, for get this the, Corona team. Luck, and for True Love, five touchdowns, 54 passes completed on 124 attempts, 850 yards, nearly 100 yards passing per game as Corona takes the field. And again, it'll be the Bears who receive. Let's take a look at the stats before we get this kickoff up here and you look at the team comparisons, the rushing and the passing yards, and the numbers speak for themselves, comparatively speaking, to the national average. Well, Polly likes to run the ball a little bit more than they throw, a little bit more balanced for Corona. 
And you see the difference in tackles per game, almost two to one in favor of Corona. So defensively, that's where this game is going to be won. It's going to be won by which team makes the most, most plays on defense. Well, back deep to receive is Matt Peck and Mark Badia. And Chucky Negretti gets us started, and this one will sail into the end zone and come out to the 20. So that's where the Bears will put it in play. We'll get a look at the quarterback for the Bears. We talked about him at the top of our program. Shane Trulove. The quarterback for the Panthers. Warming up on the sideline. Meanwhile, Stephen Hamm runs this offense. And on the keeper, and this is something he does extremely well, and that's keep the football and gain some positive yards as he stretches it out for a 20-yard gain on first and 10. Opening play of the game, and he picks it up and stretches it out to the 40-yard line. Having a little bit of an equipment problem. Now he's just going to kind of chuck the equipment to the side. So that brace coming off quickly on the first play here in the first quarter. Well, Matt Pack, Matt Peck at quarterback for the Bears. First and 10 from the 40. And again, Peck on the keeper. So a changeup for us. We had Ham in the starting lineup. We gave him credit for 20 yards in first and 10. Instead, it's the quarterback, Peck, who's running the football. Well, usually in your last game with two teams that are out of the playoff race, the coaches might generally go a little deeper, deeper into their bench to get some of their seniors some playing time in their final game in their high school careers. Well, Peck coming into the game. Unofficially, we have him with zero completions on three attempts. However, we have him with 167 yards on the ground and a 20-yard per game rushing average. And there goes Peck. Peck tackled from behind. It was second and eight from the 42, and he stretches it down to the 30-yard line. Thomas Stapani making the stop and saving the touchdown. Well, he's certainly doing nothing to hurt his average on those first two running plays. <laughs> Indeed. Senior at 5'10", 185 yards. Or I should say 185 pounds. Rips off 27 there to add to his 20. He's got 47 yards in the game, and we're just underway. First and 10 from the 30. Peck, lots of time. Has a man down to the 20-yard line. And that's Stephen Him. Austin Alvano making the tackle. And that'll be good for a nine-yard gain. Second and one now for the Bears. It's CIF Southern Section Football. The Bears and the Panthers from Ramona Stadium. Just inside 10 minutes, Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher for GTV. Another fake by Peck. He'll pick up the first down with ease. That'll be good for a five-yard pop. And now Peck with 51 yards rushing in the game. And he actually looked like he fumbled the football at the end of that play, but the officials blowing the play dead, so a fortunate break for Polly. 
Opening drive of the ball game started on the Bears' own 20. Ball's on the 21-yard line, first and 10. Peck still with it. And Peck down inside the 10-yard line. Big man for the Panthers on defense, Drew James making the tackle. And there you see Peck, the senior. Not a lot of action at quarterback this year, at least not on the record, but he's seen a lot of action here in the first quarter. And what a great job with that play fake, too. It almost looked like he kind of semi-shared the handoff and then pulled it back at the last minute as the defender tried to tackle the back out of the backfield. So he's been doing a great job of running that ball upfield for the Bears. Seven play of the drive coming up. It started back on the Bears' own 20. Second and two. And Peck will get it down inside the five-yard line. Spotted at the four. Nick Mines made the tackle. Jeff Huerta for the Bears. Got to be happy with this opening drive. Peck, nowhere to go on that play. In fact, he'll lose a yard on first and goal. Well, Drew James, the senior defensive lineman, 6'1", 270, did a great job of corralling Peck and not allowing him to turn that ball upfield. Greg Hale checks into the ball game. And Matt Yabara, a lot of captains on this Bears football team. Yabara going to the sideline. Leighton Silva and Greg Hale in the backfield and loose football. So the Bears drive it down to get it first and goal and they cough it up. Ben Echeverria coming up with the play and the football. Echeverria checking in, the junior at 5'11", 230 pounds and Christmas came early for Corona on that play. Well, it was the one thing we touched on at the top of our program. Whatever team limits their mistakes is going to have a chance to win. That's actually the second fumble on this drive for Polly. The first one, they actually blew dead. So that play may wind up coming back to haunt Polly later in the game. So the Bears drive at 70 yards and cough it up. And now we'll see the other side of the ledger with Shane Trulove. And that pass is complete. He hits Albert Villa. The junior wide receiver. And Villa stretches it out to the 15. Hey. We mentioned True Love coming into the game with over 850 yards through the air. Very strong arm. But Corona plagued with injuries this season. Spotted on the 15. And call it second and four. And True Love hands it off to Greg Hale. And a penalty marker down. And a holding penalty. 
And that'll mark him off 10. Six thirty-five in the first. This is the second drive of the ball game. First for the Panthers. The Bears traveled seventy yards before coughing up the football. As you look at Shane Trulove, a senior at 6'2", 190 pounds, he runs this offense. Spread formation now for the Panthers. Second and twelve. True love, nowhere to go. And great pursuit and a tackle made by Lawrence O'Hara. O'Hara, a sophomore at 6'1", 244. True love, actually second on the team in rushing with 191 yards. His average per carry a little bit on the low side, about 2.5 yards per carry. And generally he's running out of that drop back position. That time he turns it upfield for a minimal gain. Anthony Cornell split to the far side. True Love on his own goal line, fires it out to the flats, intended for Cornell, and falls incomplete. So on third and long, the Panthers are forced to punt. And that holding penalty didn't help. Well, they came out in a four wide receiver set. They had trips to the top of the screen. And I almost kind of expected True Love to come to the one wide receiver at the bottom. He had man-on-man -man coverage. But that play was designed for an up and out, and it goes incomplete. John Stewart back deep. Shane Jacobs set to kick it away. And this is a shanked kick that'll bounce at about the 27 and Take a Corona hop to the 30, but a short field set up for the Bears. A 21-yard kick, and that won't get it done. Well, in the early stage of this, stages of this game, field position going to be very important. Obviously, Polly with that long drive before the turnover had great field position, and now on their second series, they're already in Corona territory as they're looking to atone for that first mistake. Stephen Ham split to the right. John Stewart split to the left. Back to work goes Matt Peck. And right up the middle is Greg Hale, the senior running back, 6'1", 197. And that's good for a four-yard pop, and that'll bring up a second and six. Hale with 97 rushing yards on the season. Averaging about three and a half yards per carry, three touchdowns to his credit. Nicholas Yoakum split to the right. And again, Peck on the keeper and lots of daylight. Touchdown, Bears. From 26 yards away, and the Bears are on the scoreboard. Well, Peck was doing the damage on that first drive, and a couple of those plays that Polly called, those up-the-gut plays, good trap blocking by the offensive line. And there's a great look at Peck, who's got a little bit of the uh, eye marker already kind of streaming down his cheek. 
but they'll gladly take that easy opening for the touchdown. The extra point by Nick Blunt is good. And Nick Blunt, the sophomore, 5'10", 165, strong leg. As you look at Greg Hale head to the sidelines. One concern tonight, too, from Corona head coach John Brandom, talking about his defensive unit. We, we mentioned he has a lot of injuries, but a lot of undersized guys, even though they have a lot of heart on this Corona team. His three linebackers average about 155 pounds, as well as the fact they don't have a lot of speed on the outside on their corners. So that's a couple of points that's actually plagued the Panthers this season. CIF Southern Section Football. It's the Big Eight League, Division Inland, Division Two. The Panthers and the Bears, and the Bears strike first, and unofficially, Matt Peck with 72 rushing yards, the quarterback. Limited play all season, and tonight he's lighting it up. 428 left in the first quarter. I'm Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher for GTV, coming to you from Ramona Stadium. As you look at one of the Bears, on the sidelines. This one bounces into the end zone. Off the hands of Austin Alvano. Alvano, 215 yards last week against Norco. Want to get the ball in his hands as frequently as possible tonight. Here's a Panthers fan. Hey, here we go. So second possession for the Panthers. Three plays and a punt. Again, Shane True Love runs the offense. Spread formation out of the shotgun. Spotted on the 20, it's first and 10. And nowhere to go. Austin Alvano was listed as a defensive back wide receiver, 5'8", 170, so not a lot of size, but he has some good wheels. And it was Matt O'Hara who made the tackle for the Bears. And they mark him for a four-yard loss. So second and 14, now inside four minutes left in the first quarter. Fake to Alvado and true love. Nowhere to go. Coming in to make the stop was Matt Yabara. The junior at six feet, 170 pounds. And there's a man shaking up on the play. And that's Joseph Oliver. As True Love takes a knee. Oliver, defensive lineman, also doubles as a tight end. Senior at 6'1", 225. On these first two series for Corona, too, probably doing a great job defensively getting pressure up the middle and not allowing the fine quarterback, True Love, to turn the ball upfield. He's had very minimal gains on these first two series for the Corona Panthers. Jeff Huerta, oh, you see him in the khaki slacks. Looking at his injured player, Joseph Oliver. He's the head coach for the Bears. Can't lose a man like Oliver. 
as he's up and on his way to the sideline. Third down and 12 now for True Love and the Corona Panthers. This is their second possession, their first possession, three plays at a punt. Let's see if they can improve on that here. True Love got some time. Pass is complete. Out across the 32, that'll move the chains. Albert Villa, the wide receiver, junior 5'11". 175, a big catch to move the chains and pick up a first down. The Panthers offensive line doing an outstanding job picking up the blitz. That time Polly sent about seven or eight guys defensively trying to put some pressure on True Love, but he had excellent pocket protection, was able to deliver the football for the first down. Spotted on the 32, it's first and 10. True Love, great play action, lots of time, throws up the field, passes caught. Major yardage. Tyler Frick is gonna take it the distance. 68 yards. Well, Corona again, their offensive line giving him a lot of time to throw, and that was blown coverage right down the middle of the field. Somebody missed an assignment for Polly, and what a huge play is now pending the extra point. They could tie things up. Chucky Negretti on to add the extra point. Penalty marker down. And we've seen these penalties offsides. How many times have we seen when they move at half the distance of the goal line for the team that was about to kick the PAT go for it this season? Quite a few times. And successfully, I might add. And they'll generally do that if they don't have a solid place kicker. Negretti, we were told, pretty solid all season. Can boot it from just inside 50, and he makes that one count. So a 7-7 ball game. It was a 26-yard run by the quarterback, Matt Peck, on the keeper. And then True Love answers by hitting Tyler Frink from 68 yards away. Both PATs are good, and that's where we're at. And Matt didn't see it. Oh, a lot of credit to Corona for responding to that Polly drive. Polly had that ball on the previous possession at their 30-yard line. So the defense was able to hold. They get the ball back. They get the big play strike, and they're able to tie things up as we're winding down near the end of the first quarter. Well, you talked about the blown coverage. And as you look at the season for both these teams, again, tonight the Bears, the Panthers, playing for pride. Overall, the Panthers bring in a record of 2-7. and seven. For the Bears, they're 3-6. and six. Both teams know it's the last game, but both teams so far in this fourth quarter, first quarter, very electric on offense and exciting to watch as well. Well, you certainly would know that both of these teams are playing out the string the way things have gone so far. Matt Peck 
And Mark Badia back deep, standing inside their own five, and it'll be Badia from the two-yard line. Slips a tackle, gets across the 25, still on his feet, and dives out to the 30. So a 28-yard return for the Bears, and that man, Badia. And Mark, a senior at 5'10", 172. Oh, we'll have to see how Polly responds to that touchdown by Corona. Well, they spotted at the 31, so give him 29 on the return. And Peck once again on the keeper. Maybe a couple. First possession for the Bears started on their own 20. They went eight plays, got inside the 10-yard line, and then fumbled the football. Panthers got it back. Three plays, punted it away. A shanked punt. The Bears started on the Panthers 32 plays later. The quarterback, number six, Matt Peck, in the end zone. One play, 26 yards, and the Panthers have answered with a 68-yard touchdown strike of their own. And we're tied at 7-7. Polly continues to hammer the ball up the middle, trying to hit that soft underbelly of the Corona Panthers defensive front. It looks like they've made some adjustments, that being Corona, these last two plays to try to close those gaps down defensively. Kiana Gila Daly, the offensive lineman, junior 6'2", 265. Opening up some holes. As you look at Matt Peck, the senior, it's an early movement. Jumping was Leighton Silva, the sophomore running back. And that'll cost him five. So back to the original line of scrimmage, and it'll bring up a third and ten. Peck airing it out. We're going to see a penalty marker here. Pass was intended to John Stewart. And defending on the play was Thomas Stepani. And Stepani had tripped him up. Well, you got a quick look at the two officials talking. And one of the questions might be, was that even a catchable ball? Because there definitely was contact. And they're going to call that offensive pass interference. Looked like their feet got tangled up. Not sure how you can assign blame to Holly, but both officials saw it the same way. So on third and 10, that'll cost him. Big penalty, and it backs up the Bears to their own 16. Wow. And add the loss of down to that, so now Polly forced the punt. And in to kick it away is John Stewart, who was the intended receiver. And this end over her end is kick. A whistle on the play was a fine job by Eddie Fernandez to not let that ball bounce. And when you see that type of kick, it usually spins for another 20 or 30 yards. We called for a fair catch, too, and then tried to run with the ball. That's why the officials blew the play dead. 
Corona with excellent field position now. This is their best starting field position as we're 47 seconds away from the end of the first. First and 10 from the 50. Trulove slings it out to the right side. Pass is caught. Anthony Cornell, the senior wide receiver, makes a nice grab and picks up 12. That'll be good for a first down and move the chains. He got about half of that yardage after catching the ball. Again, the one stat that's kind of important is the, they call it the yak, yards after catch. What does a receiver do after he catches the football? That time he turned it upfield for additional gain. Albert Dia and Tyler Frank split to the left side. Frank with that 68-yard reception moments ago. True love. In and out of the hands of his intended target, Anthony Cornell. And you got to come up with that one. Hey, Jonah! Jonah, we going Easier said than done sometimes, though. you got defensive players around you, and you're expecting to get to take a lick, especially on a little curl pattern or a quick hitter like that. You've got linebackers and free safeties bearing down on you. You're almost looking over your shoulder sometimes as that ball's coming into your hands. Ball spotted on the 38, second and 10. This should be the final play of the first quarter in a 7-7 tie. True love, play action, fires. He's got a man. Frink steps out at the one. Excellent pass and catch for 37 yards. Well, that's been the connection for Corona. Obviously caught that first touchdown pass on that big gainer. So it looks like Corona able to throw the football against this poly defensive unit, at least through one quarter. Well, our referee started the clock. They ran off two seconds, but he clearly went out of bounds. They spotted him out at the two. So that is a clock stoppage. And they will get to run one play here with five seconds left. And a fumble and a recovery by the Bears. And that'll kill you. Austin Alvano, he was stumbling forward before he got the handoff. And he booted the handoff and never had a chance to recover. And the Bears come up with it. And that may have been a situation where True Love may have been better off just hanging on the football, turning it up and trying to get what yardage he could. When you see your running back stumbling to the line of scrimmage, you knew that that play was destined to fail. That was a killer. Three plays and a fumble. And a loose football. Richard Mahia. Back-to-back -back turnovers by both teams, and Mejia comes up with a football, so Corona gets it right back. The junior defensive back, 5'9", 165, coming up with a football. Well, both teams playing, can you top this? One turnover begets another. And just when you think Polly is able to dodge a bullet, 
They cough the football right back up, so as we head to the second quarter, Corona gonna be in great shape to take the lead. So we have three fumbles in the first quarter, two by the Bears and one by the Panthers. Yet both teams have had electrified offensive prowess tonight. The 26-yard touchdown in the first quarter by Matt Peck, only to be only to be outdone by the 68-yard strike. True love to Frank for the touchdown as you look at the Bears sidelines. Add that to that 38-yard connection. Frank's already got about 110 yards on two pass receptions here through the first quarter. But the turnovers, we touched on that. That was the key theme we had at the top of our program. The team that can limit those or limit those types of turnovers is going to wind up winning. And so far, both teams turning the football over. The Panthers with the ball on the 10, first and goal. Alvano, left side penalty marker in. And that flag thrown in the vicinity of Corey Moody, the junior offensive lineman. We're going to bring this one back as this one is going to be marched off against the Panthers. Bears coaching staff asking Peck what happened. And so the Panthers now faced with a first and goal to go from the 20-yard line. They've been successful through the air. We'll see what they do here. Play action. Alvano. And wrapped up by the man who left the field moments ago, injured, Joseph Oliver. Here's a quick look at Oliver. Obviously, that injury that he came off with earlier was not serious. Back in the game to make the tackle. The pressure now back on the poly defensive unit. And with all these turnovers, they want to try to keep Corona out of the end zone and force a potential long field goal attempt. Well, they're on the short side of the field, the near side, the right hash mark, and they send out three wideouts to the left side. Frank is one of them. Albert Villa is the other. And Anthony Cornell will see if they throw to the wide side. Instead, they option to the near side, the short side of the field, and it's Alvano who gets back to the 15-yard line. Aaron Thomas... One of the captains for the Bears makes the stop. Well, the Panthers trying a little misdirection. As you mentioned, trips to the top of the screen, try to go to the short side of the field. But great defensive pursuit up front by the Bears. The outside safety and the outside linebacker not fooled at all on that play. Well, Jeff Huerta calls a timeout for the Bears. He wants to talk about it. Meanwhile, Albert Villa. And the offense for the Corona Panthers goes over to talk to John Brandom. And Brandom looking deep into the playbook. His counterpart, Jeff Huerta, doing the same defensively. And I'd say the cards are stacked against Corona here with a third and goal to go on the balls on the 15. 
Well, you would think that initially, but with the True Love Frink connection, anything is possible with those two large games they had earlier. I wouldn't be at all surprised to see with True Love try to hook up with his junior counterpart. And Huerta in the black, the headset, assistant coaching staff, and given directions. That's Greg Hale, number five, one of the captains here. Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher. GTV's coverage of CIF Southern section football. It's the Big Eight League. Division Inland, two. Ten minutes, 24 seconds left in the first half. Seven, seven tie. Out of the shotgun, true love. Three wideouts to the left, one to the right. Third and goal, play action. True love, fires, end zone, caught, touchdown. He hit it, he dropped the football. He couldn't hold on, so a nice pop defensively, and Cornell doesn't hang on. And that'll bring out the kicker, Chucky Negretti. Well, True Love couldn't have placed that ball in any better position. But again, one of the toughest things to do as a wide receiver, and Cornell certainly found out in that situation, is to hang on to the ball once contact is made by the defensive back. Well, you hate the idea, but that's two passes in and out of his hands here tonight in the first half and that one was for six Negretti and that one was from 32 yards away so a 32 yard field goal gives the Panthers the lead with 10 14 left in the first half a little bit of a moral victory for the poly, the poly defensive unit Eventually want to try to keep them out of the end zone. Very fortunate for the drop touchdown pass. But to this point, Corona playing a little better football. The scoreboard certainly indicative of that. And the Bears got to be happy defensively because there was a big hit on Cornell that jarred the football loose as you look at the head coach, Jeff Huerta. Well, it's a typical bend but don't break philosophy. Allow the team to move the ball between the 20s, but don't allow them to get in the end zone. Matt Peck, along with Mark Badia, drop back deep. And Chucky Negretti will get us going here with a kickoff from the 40. Bears have had four possessions here in the first half and a squib kick taken by one of the upbacks and plowing his way right up the middle of the field. A great return across the 46-yard line, and there's a penalty marker down. Jimmy Vela, the inside linebacker slash tight end. He's a junior coming up with a nice return, and we'll check the flag. That flag coming in late at the end of the play would almost indicate potentially a face mask type penalty. Now they're going to, it is a personal foul face mask against Corona. So tack on 15 more to the end of that return. And this is exactly what the doctor ordered for the Bears. Great field position. So he returns it out to the 48-yard line and then tack on 15 more. First and 10 from the 39. And this is exactly what Peck likes his great field position. At least that's what he's shown us tonight as you look at head coach Jeff Brandom. And another turnover. Brutal. 
And the big man coming up with it. Drew James, the senior, 6'1", 270. So that's already three turnovers for the Bears, giving up ideal field position. In fact, eight plays and a turnover to start the game, two plays and a touchdown, three plays and a punt, one play and a fumble, and now again one play and a fumble. And those turnovers are happening on the quarterback running back exchange. And that's what happens when you let it stay in the gut too long and then pull it out at the last second. Either way, True Love and the Panthers back to work from their own 37, first and 10. True Love, incomplete. Intended target was Frank once again. If you're just joining us, Frank and True Love connected from 68 yards away for the only touchdown for the Panthers thus far. They've added a field goal since then. Peck defending on the play, playing on both sides of the ball tonight. Second and 10. Play action, true love. And that pass is caught and stretched out to midfield. Levi Plant making the catch. The junior tight end, 6'2", 180 pounds. And that'll be good for a first down. Well, on that rollout type play, it gives true love couple of options. Either he can turn the ball upfield or hit his man out in the flat. That time he chose to hit his man out in the flat. And he turns it up for a first down. From the 49, first and 10. Alvano finds a seam, and Alvano's inside the 45-yard line. And tackled as he got to the 40. Connor Nims making the stop along with Matt Yabara. Oh, the one thing that that previous play does, that rollout will now force the linebackers to go a little bit wider, and that opens up that soft middle part of the poly defense. And number five, not a lot of size offensively for a running back, but he ripped off 215 yards against Corona last week. Check that Norco last week. Clock moving now inside nine minutes. Corona against Polly with a 10-7 lead and the football. Frank the man in motion. True love steps up. Nowhere to go. He'll keep it. True love with a straight arm, and he's tackled out of bounds at the 31-yard line. Greg Hale making the stop and forcing him out of bounds. Well, good coverage in the secondary by Riverside Poly, forcing him, that being true love, to turn that ball up. And he's very close to first down. In fact, they may want to measure this to see how close he is.
Trulove came into the game with just over 200 yards rushing. Two and a half yards a carry tonight. He's playing big, much bigger than that as he picked up 10 on that carry. That'll move the chains. First and 10. Ball spotted just inside the 31. Panthers started this drive on their own 37-yard line. Sixth play of the drive coming up. Frank to the right side along with Anthony Cornell. Albert Villa on the left side. True love. Passes caught. That's Alvano. He's got some blocking up front. Alvano down inside the 10 and a big tackle. Coming in from the Bears from behind, number 34, Aaron Thomas. And that saved the touchdown, Jeff. And I like the balanced play calling you're getting from Corona. Mixing those up the middle runs with a rollout to the quarterback and then a rollout almost screen pass to the wide side of the field. So Corona offensively doing a great job of mixing up their play calling and keeping the Riverside Poly defense guessing. That's just Alvano's ninth reception of the season. Sets up a first and goal from the seven. Keeper by Trulove. Touchdown. You said it, Jeff. After the seven-yard run by Trulove, great mix of offensive plays by the Panthers on that series of downs. And they're doing it, mixing run and pass, alternating those type of play-calling situations. And the one thing we saw in one of the other previous runs is opening up that soft middle. Once you start passing the ball, it forces the other defensive players to drop a little deeper. Negretti's kick is good, and it's a 10-point lead now with seven and a half minutes left in the first half, 17-7 in favor of the Panthers. So the Panthers drive 63 yards and seven plays capped off by the seven-yard run by Shane Trulove, who pretty much did it all on that sort of downs. Of course, he had some help by Alvano with the pass and catch, and Alvano able to pick up some blocks. So credit that offensive line and helping him move the football. Well, you not only give credit to Corona offensively, but it's the turnovers from Paul that's really been plaguing him. Three turnovers in this first half, and that last turnover was this drive in which Corona took the ball down and stuck it in the end zone. So the Bears going to have to make some adjustments, try to hang on to that football. Polly Bears spirit section alive and well here at Ramona Stadium on the campus of Ramona High School. You're watching CIF Southern Section Football on GTV. Once again, Peck and Badia back deep, stand at their own five. Corral's put it in the end zone a couple of times tonight. Or I should say Chucky Negretti. Very strong leg. We'll see what he can do here. And over end kick into the end zone. That'll come out to the 20. So the Bears have turned the ball over on consecutive possessions. And they 
They get it at their own 20. And they'll put it in play first and 10. As you mentioned, Jeff, the killer was when they started on their own 20 and drove it down to the on the opening drive and took it down and then fumbled it away inside the 10. And Peck is no longer the quarterback. That pass is complete. Stephen Hamm has checked into the game. And he completes it to Matt Peck. So either way, Peck stays in the game, but he's no longer the quarterback. And again, perhaps, you know, Jeff Wertha looked at it, did the math, and said, you know what, we got to go back with the guy that's making it happen. Now, Peck proved to us and everybody in this stadium that he is a dangerous ball carrier. Well, it might be, might be two contrasting styles. Ham actually has a lot more statistical averages, so he's been under center a lot more this season than Peck. Ham hands it off, and a big play up the middle. This is Leighton Silva. Silva tackled from behind. A penalty marker will come in. That's a horse collar, but he gets down to the 20. Austin Alvano saves the touchdown. That run good for a 50-yard gain. Face mask. So add insult to injury. And that'll move it up. Another 10. Biggest run from scrimmage here tonight. On the rollout, first and goal. Pass, catch, touchdown. Peck with the grab. Stephen Ham with the pass. And the Bears are right back in it. Well, it took them less than a minute to respond to that last touchdown by Corona. Corona scoring with 7.32 left in the second. The scoreboard now reads 6.43 left in the second. So give a lot of credit to the Bears responding to that last Corona touchdown with one of their own. Nicholas Yoakum is the holder. And the kick is good by Nick Blunt. And it's 17 to 14, and we've got a good ball game on tap. And you have to wonder, would Polly actually be ahead in this game without those turnovers? We touched on that turnover on the first series. They coughed it up deep into Corona territory. And then the previous possession, they fumbled the football, and then Corona took that one down and scored. So you eliminate those two turnovers, this might be a little different ball game. Well, clearly, you have to have number six on the field. Matt Peck has been incredible tonight. He started this offense, the Bears offense, and moved him right down the field before coughing up the football. Then he rips off a 26-yard touchdown run on a quarterback keeper. We set up Ham, Stephen Ham, as the quarterback. He's the one that makes it happen. Aaron Thomas on camera there. Very few high school players that I've seen with full-grown Grizzly Adams beards, but he's got one well in tow. But this Peck has got to stay on the field, so they put Ham back at quarterback because of the back-to-back -back turnovers, and he takes him right down the field. 
for a touchdown. And this is an end over end kick, a short kick, and on the return is Gary Lewis. Check that, Jacob Diaz. And hey, that a boy. That a kick. That'll come out. Well, now I'm told Albert Dia on the return. And that comes out to the 28-yard line. First and 10, True Love back to work now in a three-point ball game. 17-14, Panthers with the ball and the lead. Dumps it out to Alvano, who can't break a tackle. Great defensive effort by Roy Hale, the captain linebacker. Great open field tackle by Hale. That play kind of doomed from the start. A lot of time to throw. Checked off to a safety valve out in the flat, but Hale says, I'll have none of that. And throws him for a two-yard loss. Hale is senior, six feet, 216 pounds. They lose two, it's second and 12. Ball's on the 26. Alvano, the lone setback. Pass is intercepted. That one was off the hands of Frink. The Bears with it. And returning it down to the 10-yard line is Matt Yabara. And you can't pin that one on the quarterback, True Love. He's had two like that, three now, come off the hands of his intended targets, and that one ended up going in the wrong direction. A bit of a dangerous pass, too, across the middle. And you mentioned if your receivers aren't catching that ball, any quarterback will be vulnerable to interceptions. Two turnovers now for the Panthers. And Bears keeping it on the ground. Leighton Silva, the ball carrier. Ben Echeverria with the tackle. Stephen Ham, the offensive coordinator for the Bears. A communication system where the quarterback goes back and forth to the sidelines to get every play. Takes a lot of time by the fourth quarter. Quarterbacks sometimes are gassed. Ham on the keeper, touchdown. And we've got a shootout on our hands at Ramona Stadium and Ham good from eight yards away. Well, after Corona took a 17-7 lead, two back-to-back -to -back poly touchdowns, one of those via turnover. So both teams able to capitalize on the other team's mistakes. We saw Corona take the fumble of Riverside Poly and stick the ball in the end zone that time. Poly returns the favor after the interception. Ham with the eight-yard touchdown run. And that kick is up and good. Nick Blunt adding the extra point. And an eight-yard run by the quarterback, Ham. So back-to-back -back possessions, back-to-back -back touchdowns. The previous two back-to-back -back possessions, turnovers. And you can see where the airs are costly. But the Bears responding well. 
One of the great things, though, is both teams taking advantage of the other team's turnovers. Five minutes left in the first half. And the Bears take a 21-17 lead. Albert Villa, Austin Alvano back deep. Mick Blunt will put it in play. Villa from the 12. And tackled as he crossed the 20. Jacob Diaz making the tackle. And Villa complaining about a horse collar. Good for an 11-yard return. Mull's resting on the 23, and that's where the Panthers will put it in play first and 10. They got five minutes to work with here. You got a strong-arm quarterback. You got some very gifted receivers. And you got a good offensive line giving you plenty of time. Alvano. Runs into a lot of traffic. Aaron Thomas coming in to make the hit. Well, Thomas doing a great job of shutting off the offensive lineman. In that trap play called, not a lot of running room there, so a solid effort on the side of the Bears defensive front. They lost a yard, second and 11. Alvano the deep back. Pass is caught by Cornell, who gets across the 35, maybe stretching it to the 36. Cornell doing a great job, too. Once he, he caught that football, you saw him tuck it away quickly. One of the things I'm sure the coaches are telling probably both players on both sides of the football is hang on to that thing. Tucked it under his arm, actually had both arms on it, turned it upfield and got a couple additional yards. Five turnovers in this first half, three by the Bears and two by the Panthers. All have been costly. Early movement and a whistle. And this is gonna go against the Panthers. Jumping with Sean Moore, the senior, 6'2", 240. That'll bring up a first and 15. Clock continues to wind down. Three and a half minutes left in this first half and an exciting ball game. 21 to 17, the Bears over the Panthers. Panthers with the football. Spotted on the 31. Alvano looking for some help. Running east and west and now stretches it out to the 35. Tackled inbounds, they stop him and mark it at the 34. There's a look at Greg Hale. He, on that play, was kind of trailing the play, wound up making the tackle, 
you saw him kind of with his right arm kind of do a little tomahawk trying to force the fumble. I think both of these coaches are aware that the players on the opposite side are turnover prone, so they're teaching these young men to try to strip the football. Second and 12. True love with lots of time. Passes caught by Villa. Villa hit as he got to the 49. Jacob Diaz in on the initial contact. And then Matt Yabara coming in to finish him off. Well, we've seen that little curl route done by Corona quite a bit here in this first half. That play has been wide open. Ball's at the 49, first and 10. Once again, the Panthers on the move. Approaching the two-minute mark left here in the first half. True love. He's going to go down. Tackled at the 37-yard line. Roy Hale, the captain on defense. The senior, six feet, 216 pounds. And he had all of those pounds on True Love that time. And that was a big loss. Loss of 11, bringing up a second down and 21. And now the clock becomes a factor. True Love. Dumps it off. Alvano and a penalty marker. This one's going to come back. A block in the back. And that'll hurt you. Levi Plant, the tight end, is going to be tagged. And Jeff, they had five minutes. They had good field position. Now it's down to one minute, and they're going in the wrong direction. Well, both teams struggling on turnovers, but they're also self-destructive. We see penalties on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Corona had a previous series where they had a couple penalties that knocked them back, and they're certainly going in the wrong direction near the end of the second quarter. We mentioned at the top of the program, both these teams playing for pride. No playoff implications here tonight, but what an exciting first half we've seen. Now a minute left, but don't be surprised if True Love doesn't make a connection somewhere on the field. Second down and forever. Penalty marker. Well, it's second and 36. It might be second and 41 after they sort this one out. <laughs> oh, boy. You nailed it. Second down and 41, and a timeout called by the Bears. Well, in this situation, Polly probably figures they're going to get good field position. So with two timeouts left after this one, they're going to try to utilize those, force Corona to punt the football away and get good field position, maybe take one more crack and put some points on the board before the end of the half.
You are watching CIF Southern Section Football as you look at head coach Jeff Huerta. Our own Terry Pulley on the sidelines is going to catch up with him as he heads to the locker room at the end of this first half. His team up by 4, 21 to 17. We mentioned no playoff implications on the line. But the Panthers they come in with a 2 and 7 record. Huerta's team comes in with 3 and 6 record at league play. The Bears at 1 and 5 and the Panthers at 2 and 4 as you look at the sidelines for the Bears here at Ramona Stadium on the campus of Ramona High School. The stadium completed in September of 2010. Just its second season in action and a beautiful facility from the ground up. Yeah, they certainly did an excellent job and that turf looks like a NFL type turf and is also built to withstand the pounding that these players are going to unleash on it over the years. The only thing we're missing up here is a fully catered press box. Second down, 41 for the Panthers. Just inside a minute left in the first half. They trail by four. You're looking at True Love. He's the quarterback that makes it happen for these guys. And he's been electric tonight. Not on this one. The Bears stop the Panthers and call a timeout, and they'll have great field position after the kick. Roy Hale leading the way on defense. And another big sack put on the ledger for the Bears. Well, third and 46, or in some cases, third and forever, facing Corona. And I would almost guess they just might want to keep this ball on the ground. You just certainly don't want to turn over at this part of the field, even though you're going to force Polly to take a timeout. They'll have no timeouts left after this next series, so they will probably get the ball near midfield, depending on a good return, and have an opportunity to score, but with limited time and no timeouts remaining. Well, right now on the scoreboard, they have one timeout. But if I recall, I thought it was in the first quarter that they called a timeout just before Corona threw the incomplete pass in the end zone. This should be their third timeout now I've been told officially now it was the Panthers who called the timeout so the Bears will have one timeout with less than a minute left they still have a third down the Panthers have a third down and which to try and pick up a first down now keep in mind third and 46 they did have a 68 yard strike in the first quarter that went the distance and put them on the board early on well a good play call might be to have Frank go across the middle Again, Polly's defensive backs, that's been the one soft spot, soft spot of their defense tonight. But again, 46 yards is asking a lot from your offensive unit. Via split out to the left, Frink in the slot on the right-hand side, Cornell on the outside. No intention of throwing the ball. Here's Trulove. Gets it out to the 25. Connor Nims coming in to make the stop. And that'll give the putter for the Panthers a little bit of breathing room. And the reason that you do a running play in that situation is you want to force Polly to use that last timeout. Because you're obviously, unless you get a big type play, not going to get 46 yards and get a first down. If you throw an incomplete pass, it allows Polly to save that last timeout and potentially use it on this next scoring drive. Well, if you've been with us the whole time, Peck started the game. We were told 
that it was going to be Stephen Ham who starts the game. He is the man that has taken the vast majority, 99% of the snaps in the 2011 season have been taken by Ham. Instead, it's Peck that comes out, moves the team up and down the field, but he had a tendency to cough up the football. They fumbled it three times in the first quarter alone, losing two. And then Peck was able to rip off a 26-yard run to put the Bears on the board. John Stewart is back deep now for the Bears. And on fourth down and forever, Corona kicks it away. Shane Jacobs kick bounces off a Corona special teams man. And never hit a bear, so it'll be the Bears football, and they'll have good field position on the 45. And now a penalty marker comes in. Well, that ball must have hit somebody on Corona. I'm not sure why the officials blew the play dead while the ball was still live. Well, we don't have the luxury yet of having our referee mic'd up to give us a specific reason for the penalty marker. Oh, roughing the kicker. Surprise, surprise, but that's not going to give him 34 yards. That's a 15-yard penalty and re-kick the ball. But how do you have roughing the kicker when the flags are all thrown at where the line of scrimmage? Well, the referee was back on the 25-yard line, and he vaulted it. As you look at our referee talking with head coach John Brandom, and perhaps he's asking him the same question that you are. Isn't that an automatic first down? No, he called a fair catch. And hit it your defender. And no, I swear, that's a bad call. You're doing a good job of lip reading there, Fred. <laughs> well, I have my moments. So they award a 15-yard penalty. Well, that actually, that signal may have been interference on Corona receiving the kick, which is why they threw the flags right at the line of scrimmage and they got the penalty. First yard. and 10 from the 40. Ham in trouble. And again, looking for Peck. You can't get Matt Peck off the field. That guy's got to be on there every play, so they're looking for him. He was the quarterback who started tonight's game. They moved him out to wide receiver. He's had some good catches, and he's also had that touchdown run from the quarterback position. And then he caught that TD pass from 10 yards out in the corner of the end zone. Coming from Ham on his opening drive, going back to the quarterback position. 30 seconds left in the first half, second and 10 from the 40. Ham fires, passes caught, and stepping out of bounds is Nicholas Yoakum. And that'll stop the clock. And he was just short of the first down. He needed to get across the 30, and he stepped out at the 31. So this will bring up a third and one. You see how much time is left in the first half. The Bears with the football and a four-point lead. With those quick out patterns important on a drive like this with Polly with no timeouts left, they get tackled in the middle of the field after they move the chains. That clock will keep moving. Third down and 11. Ham. Excellent work by Mark Badia. Makes the catch and gets out of bounds again to stop the clock with 18 seconds. And he spotted on the 12. And it'll be first and 10. 
So the Bears once again knock it on the door. That play good for 19 yards. And a penalty marker. Illegal participation. So too many men coming out of the huddle. And that's 12 men on the field. And let's see, was it premature? He's counting. Is he going to pick up the flag? And it's waved off. First and 10 from the 12. Ham under pressure, steps up, looking. He'll keep it, he's gotta get out of bounds. Instead he gets into the end zone, touchdown. <laughs> 12 yards for six from Stephen Ham. Well, a timely insertion into the poly lineup. Ham with his third touchdown in this second quarter alone. Two of them on the ground and one through the air. So Polly's reeled off the last three touchdowns to take the lead. Nick Blunt on to add the extra point out of the hold of Nicholas Yoakum. And it's 28 to 17. So the Bears have come roaring back. And it all started when they inserted Ham back into the lineup after three turnovers. Head coach Jeff Huerta said, I've seen enough of that. And he put a starting quarterback back in, and he's restored order for Riverside Poly. So Ham back-to-back -back rushing touchdowns. In fact, he's had his hand in all three of the last scores. The touchdown strike from 10 yards to Matt Peck. And that was a three-play 80-yard drive and then two plays and a 10-yard. We'll make it an eight-yard run for number 10 for the touchdown and that one from, from 12 yards out. And again, Stephen Ham making it count. This is Alvano. Out to the 20. And with a knee and the expiration of the second quarter, the Panthers will go in to regroup. There's Jeff Huerta. Again, we're going to catch up with him in just a few moments with our own Terry Pulley on the sidelines. Well, he certainly has to be happy with what he's seen, at least in the second quarter anyway. Obviously a little disappointed with the early turnovers, but you know, solid teams will generally make those type adjustments, and once he put his starting quarterback in, Holly's offense took off. And he taken, and just like that, we're at halftime. What an exciting first half. 45 points posted up. Glad we could bring it to you. Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher, CIF Southern Section Football. And an exciting matchup between these two teams. John Brandom, Panthers trailing by 11. They've got 17 on the board. The Bears and Jeff Huerta 
28 points, and let's catch up with head coach Jeff Werther and our own Terry Pulley. I'm sitting here coach, next to Coach Jeff Warder. How are you feeling so far about the first half? Yeah, I, uh, feeling good. We, we had some, uh, some uh, turnovers there that aren't bad, but our team reacted well and came back from it, so that makes me really happy. Okay, so why did you why did you replace your quarterback so soon? Well, uh, both of them rotate, and uh, and Matt was having some uh, ball exchange difficulties, and uh, he's a good receiver for us, and so uh, uh, put Stephen in there and see how he did, and he did a great job for us first yes, down. He, yeah, yes, he did. He did it awesome. He did a very good job. I've noticed that they you had the quarterback connection over there. Yeah. From, Sean, from your quarterback to your other quarterback, what'd you think about that play? Yeah, it, you know, it, it's fun. Those, those are two of our best athletes on the team. So we're going to put them in, in spots where they can make plays. Okay, then, Coach, well, you enjoy yourself. Have fun. All right. Thank Talk you. to you guys. Enjoy yourself. Okay. Thank you. Well, from Ramona Stadium on the campus of Ramona High School, you're watching CIF Southern Section Football, the Bears and the Panthers, and it's the Bears with the 28-17 lead. We'll be back with second-half action right after this. We're standing next to the coach of Corona, John Brandom. I want to know how you feel about the first half. Uh, first half, we did a lot of good things on both sides of the uh, football. We got to tackle a little bit better and uh, shore up our pass defense uh, defensively and uh, uh, offensively. We just got to get back into rhythm. We were in rhythm early, and they kind of did some, made some adjustments and uh, you know lost our momentum a little bit. But we're looking to get it back right now, getting back the ball first and uh, see what we can do. The quarterback started off on a slow note, but he eventually has been pulling it out. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, he uh, you know, hit some wide open receivers early on, and, uh, uh, you know, we're just looking for a better block and protect him a little bit better as well. Okay, then. Well, this is Terry coming coming from Ramona Stadium. I want to send it back up to you, Fred. Well, Ramona Stadium on the campus of Ramona High School. The Panthers and the Bears, we've talked about it throughout the first half, playing for pride. No playoff implications on the line, but... What an exciting, explosive first half we witnessed here tonight. And we saw all types of not only offensive scoring, but turnovers, fumbles, interceptions. They crammed a lot of that in the first half, watching this poly team rebound from an early 17-7 deficit to take the lead at 28-17. And you know, for the, for the Bears and the Spirits section, I mean, for the cheerleaders, the records don't matter. They're always excited on the sidelines. Well, the interesting thing, too, will be how does Corona adjust with that collapse in the second quarter? And how they respond to that 21-point outburst by Riverside Powell. Now 28-17. And Jeff Huerta and John Brandom. Be interesting to see how these teams come out as you're looking at the Corona Panthers who came into tonight's game with a two and four league record. And then watch Riverside. Two and seven overall, but you wouldn't know it 
And uh, the one thing that separates the men from the boys, if you will, when it comes to the teams that make it to the playoffs, they're not necessarily the biggest and the fastest. But when it comes to the discipline, no turnovers, no penalties, those are usually the teams that you see in the playoffs. And indicative tonight is not what we've seen from these two teams as both teams have committed multiple turnovers and both teams have had their fair share of penalties. And Polly's been the one team that's made the necessary adjustments in that second quarter. And again, you look at the one telltale sign of why this game turned around, <coughs> the insertion of the senior, Stephen Ham, back at quarterback. He came back in to restore order, threw a touchdown pass, and ran for two more all in that second quarter. Yes, and before that, there had been a turnover on the opening drive of the game, eight plays. They had driven 90, well, yes, they had driven 90 yards as you look at Jeff Huerta, the head coach for the Bears, and then they turned the ball over on a fumble. Then the next play, or the next series of downs, two plays and a 26-yard touchdown run. Jeremiah Johnson right there. Actually, that's Aaron Thomas with the full-grown beard. I didn't know they had eight-year seniors here at uh, Poly High School, but either way, the man, the man, looking all of that. Big number 34, the captain here. And you th the 26-yard strike by Metpack in the quarterback position, and then three plays and a punt, and then the back-to-back -back turnovers. One play and a turnover, Jeff, and then another play and a turnover, and that was it. They install Ham, and you said it correctly. They restored order. This is Villa from the 10. Villa. Found a seam and crossed the 30, nearly out to the 35-yard line. Nicholas Yoakum in on the stop. He's been a busy man tonight, Yoakum, on special teams and on defense. Well, big test coming to start the third period for Corona. Again, they have not scored since midway through the second quarter when True Love ex helped them extend that lead to 17-7, but since then it's been all power. Remember, the Panthers won the toss, and they deferred the kick. That man making it happen here tonight, Shane Trulove. Pitch out, Alvano gets around the corner and a first down, and he's forced out as he crosses midfield. They spot him just shy of the mid-stripe and set it up on the 49. That was good for 15 yards. And what makes an option so effective is the quarterback's ability to hold that ball to the last minute. True Love did an excellent job that time waiting for the perfect opportunity to give the pitch to Alvano, and he turned it up for the first down. Jason Candler's checked into the ball game. He's a freshman wide receiver, 5'9", 171 pounds. True Love, right up the middle. And Alvano got the nod. And he gets it into Bears territory. Greg Hale has been a busy man on defense tonight. He made the stop. And Jeff Huerta pacing the sidelines. He knows no lead is safe in this game tonight. 28 to 17, 11-point margin in favor of the Bears. Opening drive of the second half. Glad you'll be with us. Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher from Ramona High School. The Panthers and the Bears, and the Panthers with the football, trailing by 11. 
True Love on the keeper. Not a lot of room there. It looks like they'll give him about two. Spotted on the 44. Oh, one of the few times tonight that Polly's been able to seal that defensive front. Seen some trap calls by Alvano up the middle. That time they tried quarterback True Love, and he gets a minimal gain. And number 31, Sean Abbott, also helping out on defense. Third down and three. True Love out of the shotgun. Pitch, Alvano. Alvano chopped down. He'll be shy of the first down marker. And you got to wonder, two down territory, yes or no? This is one of those 50-50 type calls. You're down by 11 Unless you're points. two and seven. Well, then it's an easy call. Then you go for it. Nothing to lose at this point. But really, kind of early in the third quarter, this could still be a field position type game. It looks like the punting unit's going to come on for Corona. So maybe Jeff Brandom is thinking a little bit too early maybe to go for it. Maybe another 10 or 15 yards in a poly territory, then you may roll the dice. Shane Jacobs comes out to kick it away for the Panthers. Junior at 5'11", 175, and then a David Salvador rushing out there, and he split to the right side. Wouldn't be a bad time for a fake at this part of midfield, but too much time. And they wind up snapping it to the up back, too, so maybe they were kind of thinking the same thing. It was a direct snap to Alvano, but the play was blown dead. Well, our referee, Roland Lemus, gives us the call. He's joined here tonight, CIF Southern Section officials by Empire Pete Jimenez. Our head linesman is Jason Jimenez. Our line judge is Herman Thomas, and our back judge is Roy Griffith. Very solid officiating crew here tonight. So a five-yard penalty will bring up a fourth and seven. So in all likelihood, Jane Jacobs will kick it away. And back deep is a very dangerous return man in Peck, and that's the second shank tonight. This one makes it into the stands. And that hurts. That's as bad as a turnover. Right at the 50. Negative two yards on the punt. The line of scrimmage was the four. Now the official coming back. Well, they adjusted down to the 44. Well, the official kind of came past the 50-yard line, then came back. So it looked like they were going to give him negative yardage, but they'll give credit for about a three-yard punt. Well, Herman, Herman Thomas, the line judge, at a conference with Roland Lemus. And they set it up, so three plays and a punt on the opening drive for the Panthers. And in hindsight, perhaps they should have went for it. First and 10 from the 44. And they give it through the first back through who gets across midfield. That's Leighton Silva, who's had a good night. Well, if you're Riverside Poly, again, stick with your game plan. Just methodically move that ball down the field. We saw a couple of good long drives in that first half, so they have the ability to reel off about an eight or ten play drive. 
Ball spotted just inside the 49 of the Panthers. Bears with the football on second and short. And once again, Silva, the ball carrier. That'll be good for a first down. Silva came in tonight's game with 393 rushing yards on the year on 78 carries, averaging about five yards per pop. Shane Ham on first and 10 from the 45 on the keeper. Ham with good legs as he gets inside the 30 yard line. Austin Alvano making the stop beside Ramiro Lizo. And Lizo, that's the first time we've called his name tonight. Junior at 5'7", 161. And that was a great shot of Ham, a close-up of him with kind of a grin on his face. I'd be happy too if I was up by 11 and on another long drive. Shane Ham did not start the game, came in and has scored three consecutive touchdowns on offense at quarterback. Here he fires and it's incomplete off the hands of Peck. And that'll bring up a second and 10. Ham actually had a lane along that far sidelines. He may have been able to turn that one upfield. He decided to go to his big play man anyway. And Matt Peck doesn't let too many of those get away. Peck split out to the right side, alongside John Stewart. Matt Yabara and Leighton Silva in the backfield. Yabara on the dive, gets across the 25. Conservative play calling by Riverside Poly. On his first drive of the second half, chewing up a lot of the clock. Greg Hale checks into the ball game. He's in the backfield. Alongside with Silva, and now Stephen Ham under center. Third down. Silva on third and a short six. He'll spot it at the 20, and that'll bring up a fourth down. And Jeff Huerta, head coach for the Bears, saying nothing. We're going for it. Ham under center on fourth and two. Silva once again. And he's not going to get there. It's going to be close. He needed to get inside the 19, nearly to the 18 and a half yard line. And Roland Lemus takes a look, our referee tonight, and says first down the other way. And Ham looked like he audibilized that play, came to the line of scrimmage, took a step back, and changed the original play call. So the Bears turn it over on downs, and once again, we'll see Shane Trula, who came into the game with over 850 yards, and he's made a couple nice connections here tonight. His longest, a 68-yard strike to number 15, Tyler Frink, and a penalty marker down. 
Bemis offsides. And so the Bears giving up a little charity. And now it's first and five. Alvado. Out to the 33, and that'll be good enough for a first down. And Alvano, he's got some wheels, Jack. And it looks like you give him a scene, and he could be gone. Oh, he's a 5'8 senior, 170 pounds. And one of the things that Coach Brandom told us is they don't have a lot of team speed, so he may be that team leader has the ability to turn that ball upfield. First and 10 from the 33, and Alvano nothing on that play. Greg Hale, who's been huge on defense tonight. And Roy Hale, two big bruisers on defense for the Bears. Well, they lose a yard. And now it's second and 11. Kulov out of the shotgun. Dumps it off. Alvano, nowhere to go. Great defensive read by the Bears. And once again, number five, Greg Hale. And number nine, Roy Hale in on the stop. Well, great job defensively. And again, the pursuit, the, the wide angle pursuit by the Bears has been there tonight. Other than the pass plays from Corona, the only way they've been effective is running the ball up the middle, but those little dumps out in the flat have been slowed down by Riverside Poly's defense. Greg Hale and Roy Hale, busy men on defense tonight for the Bears. They are, in fact, brothers. And there you look at the quarterback, True Love, on third down and eight. Here comes the pressure backside. True Love, passes caught by Villa. Out to the 50-yard line, and that'll be good enough to move the chains. Terrific poise by True Love. You mentioned he had a linebacker breathing down his neck on the backside rollout, and he waited to the last possible minute to deliver the football. Yancey Calhoun in your shot there, number 79, the big man. Junior at 6'2", 265. To chase that play down from the backside. Ball's on the 50, first and 10. Blown play. True love in trouble. And Greg Hale making the stop. And another sack for the Bears. And Greg Hale. Defensive lineman, running back, senior, 6'1, 197. Plays much bigger than that. It's been all over the field tonight. Well, Hale, 32 tackles on the year. 21 total tackles and 11 assists. He's averaging about eight tackles per game, and he's probably pretty close to that total tonight. He's been in a lot of plays. A loss of four, second and 14. True love, pressure, good block. 
And the pass goes incomplete, short hop to Villa. But a good job by that offensive line. There's been a lot of opportunity tonight for the Panthers at leading the way. Kiana Huhia, Kiana Huhia, Daly. Number 75, the junior at 6'2", 265. And now the Panthers faced with a third and 14. Well, this might be Frank time for the Panthers. Really haven't seen too much of him other than those big two plays in the first quarter, the one long touchdown and the 30 plus yarder. He's been held in check since that point. Well, he's not even on the field right now. Third down 14, True Love firing up the field and it's incomplete. It was intended for Villa. Jacob Diaz applying the hit, jarred the ball loose. Peck also in on that play defensively. So Riverside Poly's defensive unit doing a solid job. A couple of good jobs in the secondary coverage wise for the Bears. Well, that'll bring out Shane Jacobs in back deep. Number 82, John Stewart. 228 left in this third quarter. 28 to 17, Stewart from the 19, check that, 24, Stewart across the 30. And it'll be good field position for the Bears. Julius Premdas came in to make the stop. Make that Ben Echeverria after an eight yard return. Spotted on the 32, first and 10. <laughs> right up the gut, and nothing there. Leighton Silva. Billy Tanavasa comes in to make the stop, and you look at Tanavasa, tight end and a linebacker. He's senior, 6'2", 245. A lot of stick marks on the front end of that helmet. Had a pretty solid season in 2011. If they run, they're going to run this way. Well, Silva picks up two. That brings up a second and eight. Clock now inside. Two minutes left here in the third in a 28-17 ball game. Ham with a lot of daylight. Ham is going to take it the distance. Touchdown, Bears. And a penalty marker down. That went for 66 yards. We saw some early movement, and it looks like this one's going to come back. Well, not only both teams getting a workout tonight, but the right arms of the officials getting a lot of workout, throwing those flags. We've seen quite a bit of penalties. That's a shame that that one's going to come back against Riverside Poly. Well, here's the thing. It's coming back for illegal use of the hands, but there was some early movement on the line of scrimmage that did not get picked up. Damn it. Roland Lemus with the call. If that's an illegal block, that's really a bad play because that, or illegal use of hands, because that quarterback 
was already, Ham was already well downfield and had a clear lane to the end zone, kind of an unnecessary penalty against the Bears. So Ham's 66-yard run is for not. Ball's placed on the 49, 10 yards from the spot of the penalty. And it's first and 10 Bears. Silva. And getting some help on defense was Reyes Contreras and Brock Wiley making the tackle. Two linebackers, Contreras at 5'9", 180. Brock Wiley, 5'11", 175. Well, it's been a heavy dose of Silva in this third quarter. He came into tonight, 78 carries, 393 yards, averaging about five yards a pop. They've been pretty much giving him the ball a lot on those off-tackle carries. Second and four from the 43. Bears on the move again. Greg Hale try the right side this time. That'll be good enough for a first down. He had to get just inside the 40. They spot him at uh, just outside the 38. And they have yet to move the sticks. And the Bears are going to be hard-pressed to get this playoff. We'll see if they do. First and 10 from the 39. And it looks like Ham's going to let it go. And a penalty marker down. And a delay of game. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. But you don't have a play clock like you do on Saturdays and Sundays at either end of the field so you can see how much time you have, which is an absolute luxury. Plus, in Polly's case, their, their back is actually to the scoreboard. So Ham not able to see how much time was left in the, at the end of the third quarter. So that'll be the end of the third, and it'll end rightfully so on a penalty. Third quarter plague with penalties. And so after the shootout in the first half, 28 to 17, no points posted up in the book in the third quarter. Well, we had 17 points in the first quarter, and then 28 in the second, and none in the third. And a lot of that has to do with Riverside Poly's game plan. They've kept the ball on the ground a lot in this third quarter, chewing up a lot of the clock. They're obviously comfortable, at least at this point, with an 11-point lead. With the turnovers that Polly had earlier on, maybe they're just trying to limit their potential mistakes, knowing that they have this two-score two lead going into the fourth quarter. And now, the Panthers head coach, Jan Brandom, out on the field looking for an explanation. Why did they have to run another play, perhaps? The, if it would have been a defensive penalty, they would have ran the play. I'm not certain what the discussion was about. Well, the question probably was if there was a penalty before the end of the quarter, there should have been maybe a couple of seconds left and probably should have been forced to run a play. 
as we start the fourth and final quarter from the 43. A loose football, but it was called dead. Greg Hale was the ball carrier. Second down and 14. Polly Band alive and well here at Ramona Stadium. There's the give to Silva. Silva struggling and fighting off tackles and dragging some defenders with him. Down to the 41. Silva looking more like a 225-pound fullback. Than a 5-980-pound sophomore dragging defenders. That's a sign of strength, also good leg strength to keep those legs churning and get additional yards. Third down and seven, Peck's in the slot at the top of your screen. Ham fires, Peck's in the corner, it falls in incomplete. Defending on the play was Thomas Stepani. And on third and long, you gotta be looking for that man. He's made it happen tonight. Started at quarterback, moved out to wide receiver after a couple of turnovers. Ham comes in and scores three consecutive touchdowns which is the last time we had a score We back in the second quarter. And put the Bears up by 11, 28 to 17. Well, they're kind of in no man's land here, so it looks like with a fourth and eight at the 36, they're gonna go for it. Ybarra and Silva in the backfield. Peck in the slot up top. They dump it off on the bubble screen to Peck and he's got nowhere to go. Great defensive play by Drew James, big number 50. The senior 6'1", 270, making a big play to bust up that one. And Peck, he had the corner, it was overthrown. Now on the screen play, he's got nowhere to go. Oh, a good job up front by the Panthers defensive line. And generally you can tell when a screen's coming, when an offensive lineman starts the block and then releases his block quickly to allow you to penetrate the quarterback, Panthers did a great job staying at home. Panthers from their own 38, play action, true love. Nearly intercepted. Coming up to make the play defensively was Matt Yabara. The pass was intended for Levi Plant. And Yabara, one of the captains here, junior at six feet 170, and Plant going back to the huddle wondering what train he got hit by. And well, Jeff, Yabara. we go back to the Bears' possessions. The previous three in the first half, back-to-back-to-back touchdowns as you look at Matt Peck on defense now. The last two possessions here in the second half, back-to-back turnover on downs, second and ten. Big hole for Austin Alvano. Well, that play has been there for Corona most of the night. You have to wonder why Corona's not maybe in a little bit more of a semi-hurry-up offense. They trail by two scores. Just over 10 minutes left. They need to be in attack mode getting this ball in the end zone. Spotted on the 48, first and 10. Play action. True Love steps up. Hauled down from behind. 
Guess who, Roy Hale. Greg Hale and Roy Hale, brothers, 10 months apart. Both seniors. There's actually three Hale brothers on the team. Is Devontre Hale, who's a freshman, doesn't get a lot of playing time. But he's certainly got a couple of older brothers to look up to. They've done a great job defensively, making quite a bit of tackles tonight. They lose a yard, call it second and 11. And the Bears jumping off sides. That's number 42, Jimmy Vela. And Huerta, the head coach for the Bears, not happy with that one. Is in a game like this, you can't give up charity in the fourth and final quarter. And Vela is pretty much over the football. He was actually listening to the cadence of the quarterback and not watching the football. Again, that's a teachable moment. That's something that Riverside Poly's coaches will certainly talk to him about when they watch films. What were the three words we talked about last week? When you're over the ball or you're on defense? Watch the ball. Penalty, or check that fumble by Trueblood. It'll be interesting to see who came up with it. He recovered it himself. And boy, anxious time for the Panthers there. As the clock now becoming a factor, they have to score twice. In order to tie it up, that would be a two-point conversion after a touchdown and then a field goal. So two scores definitely have to be made here. And this might actually be where you're in four-down territory. you got a third and five coming up for Corona. Alvano almost lost the handle. And lucky to pick up a couple on that play. In fact, he loses one. You know, really, I, this is a situation where if I'm Corona, I think I go for it. They do have the punt team out here, but you're down two scores, just under eight minutes left. You really have nothing to lose, but they're going to decide to kick the ball away. And two shank punts. We'll see if Shane Jacobs can redeem himself here and sort of saw this one coming. Pass is short and it's intercepted. Alvano's pass is picked off by Matt Yabara. And you've had so much success as the penalty marker comes in with the rollouts with True Blood, with True Love. And his effectiveness running the ball and throwing off the run, you kind of wonder why you wouldn't go for it. And that type of rollout gives a quarterback multiple options. You mentioned the ability to turn the ball upfield and actually see the field and take some of the pressure, interior pressure off of him. But remember, we saw Corona on a previous series also do a direct snap on a punt. Looks like they were gonna do a fake punt before the penalty came in to negate the play. So that time they tried it and it doesn't work. Second interception thrown tonight for the Panthers. Bears go back to work. That's Stephen Ham. Matt Yabara gets the knot. Oh, in Riverside Poly's case, they've pretty much spent most of this second half with that ball on the ground. More than content to hang on to this 11-point lead. Try to chew up the remaining 7.20 in this one. 28-17 was our halftime score if you're just joining us. Nothing done in the third. It was a shootout in the first half. 
And once again, the big man, Stephen Ham, will take it to the house. Touchdown Bears, 60 yards. There's the man right there that has been the catalyst tonight for Riverside Poly. Not getting the start of quarterback, coming into that second quarter after a relatively quiet third quarter. It's a big burst up the middle for his third touchdown run of the night. He also had the strike to Matt Pack earlier in the game from 10 yards out for a touchdown. And the kick by Blunt is good so 35 to 17 and you got to second guess the fourth down fake punt you got a solid quarterback go for it I don't really second guess the call because I speculated why wouldn't you go for it there they actually ran the fake punt but again you can almost see it coming they tried that as I mentioned on a previous play and a penalty negated the direct snap but not much going right tonight for Corona after that Good start in the first half after having a 17-7 lead. And Polly now has ripped off 28 consecutive points. And Stephen Ham, as you mentioned, at three touchdown runs tonight. One of eight yards, one of 12 yards, and that one from 60 yards away. Not to mention the 66-yard keeper for a touchdown that was called back for a penalty. Blunt sent to kick it away. Albano back deep along with Villa. And Albano lets it bounce into the end zone and that'll come out to the 20, a wise play. Well, my first thought was maybe not a wise play. That ball slowing down as it started to get close to that end line. If that ball doesn't go in the end zone, that's a live football. But nonetheless, Corona will take possession from their 20. So the Panthers now with their backs against the wall. Seven minutes left in the ball game. Trailing 35 to 17. Play action. And True Love on the keeper. Good for maybe five. And that'll bring up a second and five. And now the hurry up offense in full effect. True love to Villa. Villa trying to break a tackle, gets out of bounds. And our line judge, Herman Thomas, First cranked his arms as Brant Mendez checked into the game and made the stop. But he wound the clock, but clearly he went out of bounds. You gotta give him the benefit of the doubt, but now they wind the clock. Well, maybe the official Lemus. they slowed his momentum down and blows the play dead. First and 10 from the 34. True love out of the shotgun. Pressure throws. In and out of the hands of Austin Alvano. And we've seen a couple of drops, a handful of drops tonight. True Love has been on the money. As you look at the Bears' sideline. 
Saw a touchdown drop and about four in the field of play that went for incomplete passes. Otulo looks like he's got a solid arm. He's got good velocity, throws good tight spirals. But his receivers have certainly not helped him tonight. We talked about his strong arm in our opening. 850 yards coming into the game and had a strike to Frank for 68 yards. This pass intended for Levi Plant falls incomplete and will bring up a third and 10. But other than that 68-yard strike, he hasn't really stretched the field here tonight. We're seeing two different Corona teams. First half, Panthers came out strong. But even when they took that 17-7 lead, again, the poly turnovers allowed them, allowed them the opportunity to take one of those possessions and stick that ball in the end zone. 6.09 left in the game, third and 10. Alvano chopped down in the backfield. Nice play defensively. Great job by number 34, Aaron Thomas. Junior is 6'2", 190, and Alvano knows that it's punt time. And see now, no question on fourth and 11, you got to kick it away. Jacobs, best punt of the night. Fair catch called for by John Stewart. And ball down at the 30. Stewart, senior at 6'2", 180. Took it after 37 yards, was posted in the books on the punt. And I think the Bears will be content just to grind this one out. There you look at Adrian Munoz on special teams, doing the job tonight. How you doing, Adrian? You're watching CIF Southern Section Football on GTV. Fred Salas alongside Jeff Tolcher. Back to work goes Stephen Ham for the Bears. Totally in control of this one. As we approach the five-minute mark here from Ramona Stadium on the campus of Ramona High School. The Panthers and the Bears. Playoff implications. Here tonight, both teams playing for pride as Leighton Silva got the carry. And Jeff, we were in a shootout in the first half and things settled down here in the second. Clock moving rather quickly, but the Bears have been the ones that have posted up two touchdowns, one called back. Both by that man. Two long runs, 66, and the one that posted up and stuck was from 60 yards moments ago and a penalty marker comes in. Well, one of the main reasons why Corona's not been able to move the ball or even have the ball in the second half is because of the ground game of Riverside Poly, the time of possession certainly in their favor as they've had the ball most of this second half. Roland Lemus says, wind the clock. talk of rain coming in tonight here in SoCal. To the house. To the house. And a play action keeper once again. Stephen Ham. Oh, 
72 yards. It's not broke, don't fix it. That little trap call up the middle has been so effective for Ham. And he's going to have to hop in the spa after this one with all the running and end zone to end zone touchdowns he's had tonight. That's four on the ground and one in the air for the season. Nepali band alive and well. And the kick by Nick Blunt. Mr. Consistency as a place kicker tonight. Excellent work on the Bears. Running away with this one, 42 to 17. And what great play action by the young quarterback, Stephen Ham. Well, one of the differences we saw too was when Greg Hale was in there, or make that Matt Peck, I should say, as quarterback. He had problems with the exchanges on the handoff. We're not seeing that with Ham. Ham is giving that fake, holding it as long as possible, keeping that ball and those trap holes have been opened up by the Poly offensive line. How's it going? He's had himself a huge night tonight. Well, we featured Ham as the starting quarterback in our opening, and then we were surprised to see that Peck was in there. Ham has taken 99% of the snaps this season in 2011, and Peck surely effective as a keeping running back, more like the, how would you say the, the quarterback Tim Just Tebow, maybe, of the Denver Broncos, yeah, that type uh, of running qu Well, he comes to mind, certainly. But the Wildcat, that's what I was trying to come up with, is this rolling kick is picked up by Alvano. And Alvano breaking tackles the pinball. Finally stopped at the 21. But coming out of the center and really giving a great fake in the handoff, sticking it way deep inside the belly of the proposed running back and then keeping it and pulling out and really faking out that defense in the first couple of drives, but then clearly it started to cost him. And after back-to-back -back turnovers, Jeff Huerta, the head coach for the Bears, makes the change, goes back to Ham, and Ham lights it up. As you mentioned, five touchdowns tonight, one through the air and four on the ground. And the other point to make, too, is maybe it's a case of Corona's defense being fatigued. They've been on the field almost all of this second half, and at some point, the defensive unit has to start getting tired. Well, John Brandham, reading your lips from way up here in the press box, calls a timeout to give his offense a little breather and talk to him and maybe know that if they can't move the football, the defense has got to go back out there with about three minutes left, and they can ill afford to give up more points. And Brandon, great guy, talked to him before tonight's game. In his 17th season, his only coaching job, and he hopes that remains true, retirement. Well, he told us those exact words. He says, I'm going to retire here if they let me. But he's had to deal with a lot of adversity this year, a lot of injuries on this Corona team. And he told us that a lot of these players have a lot of heart, just lack a lot of size and a lot of team speed. True love out of the shotgun. Fires, passes, caught. That's Anthony Cornell. And on first and ten, he'll gain five. Brant Mendez, defensive back, senior on the play defensively, 165 pounds. And 
Tell you, Shane Trulo, solid player, solid game, strong arm. He just hasn't had enough opportunities here tonight. Play action. True love. Thrown in the direction of Jason Candler, the freshman wide receiver. That falls incomplete. It'll bring up a third and five. And that was a great example of the tight spiral that True Love throws. Timing obviously not there on that play, but really he's not been getting a lot of help from his wideouts. They have caught some of those little quick curls or quick passes out in the flat, but other than that, he's been doing a lot of it on his own tonight, that being True Love. Jacob Diaz, the left cornerback, defending on the play. 3.29 left in this one. Third down and five for that man, True Love, in the Corona Panthers offense. And Alvano has been a busy man tonight. So they sit him down and put in DJ Gordon, senior running back, and he'll get a few snaps and maybe another carry before his final year as a Corona Panther goes in the books. Well, this is the part of the game where you do want to put your seniors in. Obviously, probably going to get the victory here tonight. You know, for all of these seniors, this will be their last game as high school participants. DJ Gordon, senior running back, 5'11", 200 pounds. He is the lone setback. And they give him another carry, and he cuts it outside, and not a lot of room. In fact, nothing there, so on fourth and two, Likely will be Gordon's final carry of a fine high school career. And the ball will go over to the Bears. So the Bears, as the clock continues to wind down, and now stop for the change of possession. Let's go, Steven! So spotted just inside the 29-yard line. And checking into the game is Adrian Munoz. He is the lone setback. And he fumbles the football. So perhaps DJ Gordon will get another crack at it. For Adrian Munoz, his first carry tonight, he's a senior. And he fumbled right into the hands of Eddie Fernandez. So as the backups come in, now some mistakes and another fumble for the Bears. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And you wouldn't think, I believe, was it four fumbles tonight, Fred, for? Four fumbles for the Bears, and yet they're dominating 42 to 17. True love. And a nice catch. Falling down was Garrett Hilliker, a sophomore wide receiver, 5'9, 150 pounds. And that was good for seven yards, but a nice job by Hilliker. Definitely has some potential as he was falling down and able to control the football as he was tackled. And not only will you put your seniors in, you put in some of your underclassmen to get a little bit of game experience as you help prepare for next year. Hey, let's go, Joe. 
Hillikers in the slot now next to Viet. True Love on second and three. Fires to the far side, pass falls incomplete, penalty marker comes in. And that pass was intended for Jason Candler, another freshman wide receiver. And we'll see what the flag is all about. Here's Roland Lemus. Go against the Bears and stop the clock. Well, the pass interference on Diaz, kind of a little bit surprised, kind of put his arms up in the air when the official threw the hanky. Oh, I wanted to see Callum. Well, this officiating crew has been solid here tonight. You've got to call it like you see it. A lot of mistakes made by both teams. Still an exciting first half. Scoreless third quarter. And then in the fourth, two touchdowns ripped off both by Stephen Ham from long distance. Spotted on the 45, first and 10, and another penalty coming in. And again, an offsides this time by the Bears. That's Jimmy Vela. And that's the second time he's had that one here in the second half. And Vela, Jr., 5'8", 183. What are the three words we talked about? Watch the ball. He's watching it, just not watching it closely enough. <laughs> first and five. True love. Pumps, throws deep. Great hands and a great catch made by Jason Candler. Is that man a freshman or what? Inside the 20 and he fumbles it out at the 15 yard line. Candler, 5'9", 171. That was thrown behind him. He made the adjustment and caught it with his hands. Beautiful. And that's the key, he made the adjustment wide receiver generally will have an advantage over defensive back. He's able to turn and look back at the football as the defensive back goes by him. And you mentioned he's a freshman. That's a play a senior would make. You know, we see that a lot on Sunday afternoons. They throw it behind the receiver and he makes that adjustment. I don't think that was intended to be behind him because it wasn't thrown on a rope. He's kind of floated up there, but a great adjustment. And perhaps a, a rising star, Jason Candler, for the Panthers in the near future for John Brandon. Ball's on the 15, first and 10. Perhaps the Panthers not done yet with a buck 16 on, left in the game. Go get it. Throwing in the corner once again for Jason Candler. This one falls incomplete. That was a difficult catch to make. Candler actually had his man beat as he crossed the end line into the end zone. The true Love puts a little bit too much air under that floater. And before we sign out tonight, we're going to go back down to the field with Terry Pulley and our winning head coach, Jeff Huerta. 42 to 17. The Bears on top of the Panthers. Panthers with the football. Again, both these teams playing for pride tonight. Second and 10. True love. Hit as he throws the out pattern. Once again, looking for the freshman, Jason Candler. Falls incomplete. Applying the pressure was Joseph Oliver in the backfield. He's had a great night, number 44. 
the senior, 6'1", 225. Spent a lot of time in the Panther backfield tonight. Also, the two Hale brothers doing a great job defensively tonight. Greg Hale and Roy Hale have been on, in on quite a few tackles for Riverside Poly. So third and ten. This is two down territory for the Panthers. They'd like to put one in the end zone before we call it quits tonight. And up. Throws on a rope. No penalty marker. Could have had one. Pass was intended for Levi Plant. And indeed, there is a flag on the play. So they won't put it on the one. Put it halfway to the goal line. Well, that's a 15-yard penalty, but that would put him right on the goal line. And so half the distance, seven and a half-yard line. That's where the ball will be placed. And the Bears asking, how was that pass interference? Matthew Klesler, the senior inside linebacker, 6'3", 210, with the question mark. First and goal from just outside the seven for True Love. 103 left. Looking for the freshman in and out of his hands. Jason Candler had a hand on it. Jeff Lucky was defending on the play. Here's a look at Lucky with a solid play. 5'11 senior. Actually was beaten on the curl route on the inside and was able to come around the wide receiver and get his hands on the ball. So the Panthers not going to go quietly here tonight. Second and goal from the eight. True love under center. Play action. Pressure. Breaks free. Now tosses it in the end zone. Touchdown. Oh, he landed out of bounds. I got fooled on that one. Talk about earning it. That pass caught by Levi Plant, who's been busy here tonight. And he finally got his mitts on the big six. But what about Shane Trulove fighting off Greg Hale to keep it alive and get that toss into the end zone? Hale had him wrapped up by the shoulder pads, but the strength of True Love able to fight him off, keep the play alive, and he converts it for a touchdown pass. Both sides will be talking about that one here tonight. And Chucky Negretti, Mr. Consistency with the PAT. 42-24. So the Corona Panthers able to get on the board here in the second half and make it a little closer than it was. But this one's been over for quite some time. And the one bright spot for Corona is True Love. His second touchdown pass of the night. He had that big hookup for 68 yards. The Tyler Frank early on. A touchdown coming in the near the end of the first quarter. But since then, it's been all Riverside Poly since Corona led this game 17-7 in the second. They've scored 35 unanswered points before that last touchdown. 
And that's a lot of points without a response. Stadium. This great facility built and completed. September of 2010. Chucky Negretti, the senior kicker. Perhaps his last kickoff of a great career. And they go for the outside. The question is, did they get it? No. And guess who, Matt Peck, number six. What an exciting athlete he is. A little bit of an excited fist pump coming off the field. So a good way for Peck to end this game as he struggled with some turnovers early on. Balls on the 47, first and 10. Jacob Diaz. Make it Nicholas Yoakum, the ball carrier. Wind the clock, says Roland Lemus. Timekeeper here tonight, Scotty. Nice job working the scoreboard. taken by Ham, and this one will go in the books. 42 to 24. An electric first half. Scoreless third quarter. And then Stephen Ham picks it up in the fourth quarter for the Bears with two exciting long touchdown runs to put it away. Well, what a great way for the senior Ham to end his career mentioned four touchdowns on the ground and one through the air a total of five on the night I can't think of any better way to end your senior season in a big five touchdown performance indeed as we mentioned we're going to catch up with Terry Pulley and head coach Jeff Huerta and just a moment and we saw Jeff and I don't want to be too redundant on this point, playing for pride, but uh, it was the Bears who had a little more tonight and kept it together. Let's go down to the field with Terry Pulley and head coach Jeff Huerta. We're standing here with the winning coach, Jeff Huerta. How do you feel about the game tonight? Uh, it was a great win for our seniors. You know, it uh, ends, ends the season on a high note, starts our off season on a high note. You know, just really excited. I'm, I'm very happy for our seniors to get this win, yeah. Yes, that's great. That's great. So you get prepared for next year. Do you see any, any outstanding players that you know that you're expecting for next year? Oh, for next year, uh, uh, Matt Yabara. We've got uh, 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 Jonah uh, Rosales. We've got uh, three O-linemen coming back up front. Uh, it, we're, we're, we're excited about the future. All right, then. Well, good game tonight. Good game. And All right. Hope to see you again next year. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. This is Terry Pulley coming from... Ramona, Ramona Stadium, I'd like to thank you guys for watching the game tonight and have a great night. 
Great job, Terry Pollock. And great job, Jeff. It was great to finish the season out here in Riverside football for GTV. And what a great venue, too. You see our final score and a great way, again, for Stephen Hamm to end his career. Five touchdown night for the senior. Indeed, and that will be the final. The Bears, 42. The Panthers, 24. For everybody at GTV in our 2011 football season coverage of CIF Southern Section Football out here in Riverside. Our producer Scott Brocious, our director James Trotter, and everybody in the truck, Nick Rice. For Jeff Tolcher, I'm Fred Salas saying so long from Ramona Stadium. Good night, everybody.